Hey, hi, bud tenders. I want to introduce you to a new way to clean your bongs, rigs, and glass spoons with AllClear. AllClear works synergistically to provide you with the most natural and effective way to improve the overall quality of your cannabis experience while keeping your cannabis accessories and tools clean and contaminant-free. AllClear is made from plants, fruit, and nut oils, so it's 100% natural, 100% sustainable, and 100% effective. Try All Clear today by going to www.alclere.com. Again, that's www.alclere.com. Now, listeners of High Bud Tenders can receive 20% off by entering promo code High Bud Tenders. Take care of your glass with All Clear so you can continue to stay high, Bud Tenders. Ready for the action, meet me on the L. Bought some killers with me, heaters on they loud. Represent my city, speaking on behalf. One time, creeping on me quickly. What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and of course, I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's going on with you? What's going on, Jarrell? How you been? I'm hanging. I can't complain at all. How about you? No, man, I've been good, dude. It's been a great day, actually. Right on. Today was... Uh... A really beautiful day outside here in Vegas, and you could smell the cannabis in the air, man. No bullshit. I was walking down, just right down the corner there, came right back, and I was like, man. Everywhere. Everywhere. Just people just smoking cannabis. It's a beautiful thing. We definitely have a really, really special guest in the building, as we always do, but, you know, JC, I've been trying to get you on this podcast for a hot little minute. I'm super glad to have you on. JC Coates, how you doing, my dude? What's good? What's good? I appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. No worries, man. So, JC, tell me how you got started in the cannabis industry. How did I get started in the cannabis industry? I mean, it's a long story, right? <laughs> but, uh, um, I mean, I guess, you know, so I, w- I was starting an entrepreneurial journey for the first time. And um, I started out as, like, I was a promoter. And, and I worked as, like, a marketing manager for restaurants on the Strip. And I had just gotten to this point where I was just really unfulfilled, right? And I was like, I'm going to start my own business. And I didn't have any products, you know, I'd never been a, ha, had a business before in my high school dropout, right? And so the only thing I really knew how to sell was services. And so as a promoter, I knew how to like, you know, put together like promotional programs for, for different businesses on the strip. And so, um, you know, that's, that's what I was doing. And this was around like 2014, 2015, right around the time medical uh, cannabis became really a major thing in, in Nevada. Um, and so... Um, what happened was, is I was doing like this networking uh, event to kind of use as a business development to get new clients for my my new marketing business, right? And uh, you know, I would invite different businesses to come to like you know happy hour for like half price drinks and shit like that to get these people to come out and network and stuff, and then I would try to get them to you know buy my marketing services. Um, and through that process, I, m- I met some people in the cannabis industry. I met the owners of, of Pesos. Um, and Pesos was my first cannabis, you know, con- like client, um, and they, they commissioned uh, my company um, just to, to do. Um, they purchased a, an event marketing program, and they they, they purchased a, a social media management program, and so um, we implemented that program. That was kind of like my first go into the cannabis industry. And I, I think that was 20, 2015. 2015? Yeah, yeah twenty fifteen. Right, and so then you, how did culture and cannabis start? 
How did that? Um, how did you formulate that idea? So I've I'm a, I've been an event marketer um, since my twenties, mm. um, and um, I'm I'm from Oklahoma City, and uh, I moved to Vegas. I was doing events in Oklahoma City, and I was doing events in. Um, I, I got to a point where I was like, I want to I want to get take my events to the next level. So that's why I moved to Las Vegas, right? And right. so I, I was doing events out here, um, and I was executing like DJ style events, right? Um, and, you know, we'd book a house DJ, make a flyer, right? And, you know, get a budget from the hotels and, you know, do, do little little house parties at, at pools and different things like this. And um, I just got really good at, like, you know, executing events. And, um, you know, the, what I learned about event marketing is that, like, you know, I used to throw parties and then I grew up and now I'm like an event marketer, right? right. <laughs> so, like, I learned all the different ways to, like, you know, collect data and build community and, you know, build value to make people want to come to these events, right? Um, and, I, and I did that in, in Vegas for, for quite a long time. Um, and so I just knew how to do that, right? And so actually the first event that, that PSOS commissioned us to do, they were like, JC, we want you to make an event for us to, to help us, you know, sell more weed to our patients, right? Um, and so I created that event for them, and it was called Culture and Cannabis. Oh, okay, um, so it just sparked off mm -hmm. there. And it was like free weed and free tacos. And what happened was Pisos gave away, uh, um, you know, free free samples at the door. Um, <laughs> and, and we had some, you know, licensed Nevada vendors there present, and they were doing like a bud bar and stuff like that. I won't say their names and stuff like that, but um, nevertheless, they got, a lot of us got, um, or some of those companies got letters from the state. And so that was the last event that, <laughs> that was my first and last event that I uh, produced for Pisos. But, but um, because of my experience doing events in the past, um, I realized how special that this, this community was. And I knew that I could uh, really build something special through the event marketing process. So as I lost that client, I kept the event, right? And I kept Culture and Cannabis, and I decided to just build that event um, you know, on a monthly basis. That was a blessing in disguise. It was a blessing, yeah. man. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, at what point did you realize you had something, like, real big? Um, well, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I, I never even really, like, thought that I would have what, what we have now, to be to be totally honest with you. Um, but, like, I, I envisioned my event being bigger, you know? Like, I meant, like, you know, our biggest event, we had, like, you know, Paul Law. I think we had, like, 1,500 people. We did Mike Jones the year before at the Downtown Grand. Had about 1,300 people. But I, I wanted to do, like, you know, 2,500 people. You know what I mean? It was just, like, I wanted it to be bigger like that. So I would envision – I thought about stuff like that. And I just always knew that it was – it could be more. You know what I mean? But I never knew exactly what, you know. So, so that was, like – there, like that, there's just so much to talk about there, because, um, you know, like I'm a high school dropout, right? Um, I, you know, have a medical marijuana story with with opiates. Like I'm just a normal cat. You feel me? Like um, I don't own a cannabis license, um, but um, but I learned how to license a brand, right? right. And and that that piece of information um, has been really valuable to right. to my business, right? Yeah. And, and to get back to being, um, you know, throwing parties to being an event marketer and actually learning the, the interworkings of how to, you know, of, of event marketing and putting that, those numbers together and, and those insights and how, how you can reach and, you know, how you can really package up your audience and license your brand to, to a, um, a licensed facility is, is it's a 
beautiful piece of information that I think a lot of people that feel out feel like they got left out of the, of the industry can use, right? Um, and they can build something of value and then license it, right? But um, but for me, um, you know, I built that event by myself. Um, you know, I had some some people help me along the way. My wife, uh, first and foremost, because um, you know, um, you know, and a lot of other people. But the business was just run by me, and you know, it was like what happened was I built it up to a point to where it was like people wanted to start being my partner. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And it was like, it was a trip, right? It was like, yeah. I always wanted like partners and shit, but it was like, I wasn't ready to be, you know, you know, but there wasn't enough value in my business for people to step up. And like some of the people that I chose to be in my business taught me that, that type of stuff. So like, I started to um, surround myself with people that are smarter than me. You know what I mean? And then he taught me how to, to do the licensing deal um, the right way. Um, and I had a lot of people wanted to give me deals. I just didn't know how to structure them or close them or get through them. And I was able to, to get partners um, and put together a real team and get all, all of this papered up and become a real company with products, you know. Um, well, I noticed too, I'm just going to tell you that those events have been epic. Really, in all honesty, from the growth, I think I've been following you now for about three years. Okay. And uh, <laughs> from the culture and cannabis growth, Mm -hmm. It has been phenomenal, and I think it's been even longer than that, actually, since the first event we actually went to, but I don't, I don't recall. Um, but I'm going to tell you that every time it gets better and better, we look forward to it. Mm -hmm. And really, there's not a super huge outlet for um, bud tenders to like mm -hmm. go to these events, and, and really, in all honesty, since we kind of hold the key to whether or not a product really right. gets sold in a right. store, mm -hmm. it's important. Like I feel like it's important for us to network and get to know people so we can get to know their brands, mm -hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so like, it's been a wonderful journey to watch because when you go to one of your events, it's like from start to finish, there's something to do. You have kind of like a, almost an expo style situation where people yeah. have table setups, so you have table set setups. Then you have uh, people are singing yeah, and music. live music yeah. and it's, there's nothing else really honestly Mm. as far as cannabis events like that that's consistent so yeah. i gotta tell you man great job on those events Th thank you thank you and not like and legit it's not one of those events where you gotta like oh i hope they don't rate this right sponsors and mm -hmm. everything like that that's a good thing like it's a safe place where everybody can come and yeah. enjoy it for sure yeah, yeah. no i appreciate that and we, and we had you know we we chose to be like that right and and we had open consumption at our events in the beginning and it got to a point to where i knew you know we could grow into something more and i had to make a choice right yeah and, and we made the responsible choice and we took some heat for that going the non-consumption route um but you know m maybe we you know i wouldn't i wouldn't say we're ahead of our time but like you know the the people are the industry is here like we need a place to go right mm -hmm. so it's like maybe the industries are ahead of the time but these these places need to you know have you know need to happen yeah, <laughs> you right. know what i'm saying you gotta think no. big picture because eventually there's going to be a time where we can have that open consumption mm -hmm. so if culture and cannabis is already established then that's where everybody's already going to gravitate towards you so yeah it's just like yeah small you know make that small sacrifice now mm -hmm. because in the long run it's going to pay off for sure yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it did it did <laughs> yeah what's awesome um, about that event too man honestly is um helping out the small business peeps mm -hmm. you know people that mm -hmm. do have 
uh, cannabis uh, products they want to get out there in the atmosphere. And it's a hard journey for people. I know that firsthand, and you absolutely know that it's a hard journey. You're going to see more no's than yeses by far. You know yeah. what I mean? And you have to have a super thick skin to be in this uh, to be in this industry mm-hmm. and want to grow in this industry. Your skin has to be like super thick. Uh, so I know that you had quite a journey, and I know you had mentioned. And I didn't want to like. I just wanted to go back to that. I know you had like. A really big struggle like getting to this point mm. in life and you struggle with it and I think that people need to hear that because I think there's a lot of people out there that are struggling just recently um, I just heard uh, right. a bartender pass away from uh, you know cannabis I mean an overdose on not cannabis my bad an overdose on uh, what was it opiates I'm not sure, what it sure. Was, but, yeah. but it's important for people to know that there are outlets out there not to give mm. up hope and keep mm-hmm. you know keep trying to Make yeah. things happen for yourself. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. It just doesn't, right? And it might sound cliche and shit, you know what I mean? But sometimes uh, sometimes it feels like um, you're trapped in the cycle of addiction, right? Of opiates, right? And you're in the, you're in the trap of... It's not like you want to get high. You just don't want to be sick anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... You, you, you know, you got to keep on taking it, right? And, you know, people are dying, you know what I mean? To the point to where it's like, you know, the, the pills get to be expen- too expensive, so you buy the heroin, and then, you know, you're getting it in, you know, paper, you know, tin foil, and you don't know how much you're getting, and you're shooting it up in your car, and, and you're dying, right? People right. are like, it's happening all the time, you know? It's, it's crazy, you know? I, I went through a little bit of that, you know what I mean? A lot of it, you know? And so uh, I was able to... Um, get clean for methadone. I was on methadone. I had to, I had to walk, to, you know, or take the bus to the methadone clinic every day for five years of my life. Um, and the thing about methadone is that you, uh, the withdrawals last, um, you know, heroin withdrawals are 14 days, right? And and, and and you're talking about 14 days, it doesn't might not seem like, right? But like people are dying over that 14 days. Yes. You feel me? Like, so like, to put that in comparison to like methadone, right? The with the withdrawals last 90 days. So it's like even more frightening, right? And uh, so, you know, that that trap that you think you can't get out of is even, it feels like the locks are even stronger, right? Um, But I was able to get through that, right? And and it's not as bad as you think, you know what I mean? If somebody's, you know, in that and they're high and they don't want to go through the withdrawals or they think that they can't or they're not strong enough. It's just, those are lies. They just truly are lies, right? Because, you can get through the withdrawals, right? And, and you know, you just got to get around to some people that care about you and, and can support you during that time, you know? And I was able to use cannabis and get through some of the painful nights of not being able to sleep and it being painful and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I didn't have any family out here when I did it. I had, you know, a woman that loved me, you know what I mean, that, that I knew for about two years, that, you know, she's still with me today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, you, you, you can be done, you know, um, and, uh, you know, life is way better. Hey, hi, bud tenders starting June, 2021 high bud tenders podcast will also be airing the live episodes on YouTube. Now you can listen and watch what high bud tenders are smoking on with special guests at the high bud tender studio. Also starting June, 2021. You'll be able to purchase High Bud Tenders t-shirts and other High Bud Tenders merchandise at www.highbudtenders.com forward slash shop. We thank you for listening.
And as always, stay high, Bud Sanders. Instagram, being super jealous, dude. Have you seen this man's life routine? Like, it just makes you want to do better about life. No, honestly, you, I, I don't know if you know this, but you inspire me to do better and to stay on track because, you know, I, I and I really haven't gotten that out there so much, but I'm trying to start things here with this podcast and I also have another business venture and it's tough. Yes. And I know that you're going to hear a, a lot of the no's, but. In the meantime, like networking and trying to get things in order and trying to like understand how people got successful or how they reached where they had to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of it sounds like red tape. But in the end, at the end of the day, when I see a you know your video of you just you know just pushing right through, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, we're gonna go into the um, Oklahoma market and we're gonna kill this situation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you just do it. Yeah. So nobody's telling you. You can't. You're saying mm. I can, and I'm just gonna do it, mm. and it fuels my fire. You know mm. what I mean. Mm. So mm. I have to tell you, man, it's super oh. inspirational to watch that um, on a regular basis. And you know, I could be having like the worst fucking day. No lie. <laughs> and no, no shit. And I'll be watching a video, and I'll be like, after I'm finished watching it, my wife can even attest to it. I would be like, man, I just watched all JC's videos. And so like, I want to keep going with this situation and try to figure it out and when you do you realize that the only thing holding you back is yourself 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's all it's all um a mind game right it's never about the products you're selling it's never about the industry that you're in or the business that you're doing right it's it's everything it's, it's how you navigate all the situations right and you do and you deal how you use critical thinking right to get through certain situations right is it working right. <laughs> um you know, a lot, a lot of a lot of times, people I think where people get caught up, like you were talking about. Well, I saw the video, so I want to keep going, right? So sometimes we think about quitting or something, and, and it's like, I think the thing about quitting is like it's okay to quit, right? Like I quit stuff all the time, right? But it's like you gotta if it's but if it's working a little bit, then you know, yeah, right? Yeah. And then it's a process game, right? And it just might not work as fast as you want it to. Right, but then you just got to play the process game and you'll figure out along the way. You know what I'm saying? But then those people like you know, some sometimes you might need to quit because yeah. it's not working. <laughs> right. You feel me? And then you get, but the people get like you know, you want to get romantic about your baby. You know what I'm saying? You want to keep on doing it, right? But it's not working. You realize that the only thing holding you back is yourself. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all um, a mind game, right? It's never about the products you're selling. It's never about the industry that you're in or the business that you're doing, right? It's, it's everything. It's, it's how you navigate all the situations, right? And you, do, and you deal, how you use critical thinking, right? To get through certain situations, right? Is it working? <laughs> um, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of times people, I think where people get caught up, like you were talking about, well, I saw the video, so I want to keep going, right? Sometimes we think about quitting or something and, and it's like, I think the thing about quitting is like, it's okay to quit, right? Like I quit stuff all the time, right? But it's like, you gotta, if it's, but if it's working a little bit, then you know, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it's a process game, right? And it just might not work as fast as you want it to, right? But then you just gotta play the process game and you'll figure out along the way, you know what I'm saying? But then those people like, you know, 
some, sometimes you might need to quit. Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> you feel me? And then you get the, the people get like, you know, you want to get romantic about your baby. You know what I'm saying? You want to keep on doing it, right? But it's not working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta switch it up. Like, like case in point, like you know, like I wanted to do, like when we had our business, you know, start our products, right? I wanted to have the, the pre-rolls, and I wanted to have these video displays, and uh, the QR code would give you free tickets to the, the event, and the event would be playing on a thing. And you know, the first thing I learned is like, you know, pre-rolls, pre-rolls. Now I give, I have to give my fucking pre-rolls away for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't build a business out of that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I, then I was like. I'm like, well, fuck, you know, you know, you have to let it go, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and, and move, move, kind of just switch it up a little bit, you know, and it's like, I mean, I hope you guys respect me for this, what I'm about to say, but it's like, you know, after that, you know, because we didn't have a lot of money, you know what I mean, I had to just get what I get, and the first license, I talk about licensing deal, like, the first licensing deal we got into wasn't the best fucking deal, it was a horrible deal, yeah. and, um, you know, it made it to where it was hard to keep supply chain right, okay? It's hard to find weed, right, yeah. basically. And uh, um, we ended up, I ended up having to sell, like, the ready-to-rolls, right? And basically, seven-gram shake bags. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to sell fucking seven-gram shake bags. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, the market actually liked those bags. Yeah. And I sold a fucking lot of them. Right. So it's like I had to get unromantic real quick about what the fuck I'm selling. Right. If, if I wanted to, like, trust the process and keep going, right? Because now we have four flower eights and it's beautiful flower and I feel better about it. You know what I'm saying? But I had to go through, you know, some some shit that I didn't necessarily want to do first. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you have to break some eights. Yeah. Before you make that perfect dominant. Honestly, I just feel like it's a process, and I always tell we we're always online. We're always talking about tenders. Man, this is a process. This is not going to just be handed out to you. But at the same time, you have the knowledge and the capabilities to really do something huge in this industry. So yes. don't like, let that go to waste. Put that to work because the only walls that are, build, that are built that are stopping you from doing what you're doing is you doing that yourself. It's like double work, you know what I mean? Because you're so busy trying to think of the future but you're at the same time building a wall that you can't like even climb over, you know what yeah. I mean? It's so huge. And uh, I just feel like it's regret. Uh, a lot of time, the fear is regret, right? Mm -hmm. So you stop something, and then you're like, afterwards, I shouldn't have stopped that. I shouldn't have stopped making this, or I shouldn't have stopped recording this, or I shouldn't have stopped, you know, doing this because it probably would have been successful. So I feel for me, it's more so the regret afterwards of not being able to accomplish something big. Mm -hmm. So for me, right now, I have like tunnel vision. I just want to like keep seeing this go, 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 go. And doors are opening. Yeah. And you see that that the only thing that was holding you back that whole time for like a whole year mm. was me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. Shit, right? crazy. Yes. It's a mind fuck, right? It's yes. Because like, you can literally, you can have it all, right? It's just like you get in the way, right? I heard something like, you know, the, the opposite of like self-love, people would say would be like self-hate. But it's actually the opposite of fear is, uh, or the opposite of love is fear, right? So then, like the opposite of self-love is self-fear. So then, like, if you have struggle with like loving yourself, like most of us do, right? right? Like you, your mind, your mind sets up these fucking situations that keep you from fear, 
keep you from doing certain things, right? So right. it's like it starts with unraveling the fucking mind before you can, you know, build anything. You know, right. I mean, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I, f- I feel feel you dig digging. Hmm. We're getting deep. I know. <laughs> what direction do you see um, culture and pet cannabis uh, going mm-hmm. as far as the uh, product? The products, just yes. the products. Um, more creative products. Right? Okay. Um, just where we're at in our, on our process right now, we're licensed through cultivations only. Um, and so, uh, based on the limited license situation in Nevada, um, it's harder to get deals done, right? So I'm, I'm current, we're currently getting that first deal on the production side done. So we're going to drop um, you know, the, the 24 karat gold hustler gold joint. So that'll be some of our, our first products um, on the production side versus the food. So we're going to probably drop some drinks, uh, some more infused pre-rolls. Um, I want to do a bunch of different like creative joints. Right. Um, yeah. No, I think that's necessary in Vegas. Maybe yeah. not. And honestly, the pre-roll is one of the most sold thing. In the, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, in other states, no, because people are at home and they had the advantage of the 3.5, but this is a tourist state. Yeah. So, you know, having pre-rolls is very, very important. Um, We're going to do, um, you know, the 24 karat pre-roll. So it's, it won't be our average pre-rolls. And then we're going to do the Believer. Yeah. Have I talked to you about the Believer? No, tell me what that's about. So the Believer is going to be a lot like the premise of the Hustler, which is dropping a product um, that's super creative and has a lot of positive messaging behind it. Um, as the Hustler does, so will the Believer, right? So the Believer is going to be a cross joint. Um, so we're gonna drop a cross joint and drop it in a coffin. That'd be sick. It's gonna be straight up cross joint. Nice. <laughs> and then it's gonna be called the Believer, right? And they'll have a bunch of like positive messaging about it in that regard. Okay. Um, so yeah, it'll be dope. All right. And then the uh, gold joint um, is it just like a premium flower joint or? Yeah, premium flower. Um, and then we're gonna do um, crumble. It's like oh, just, see, so that's nice. that's where the. That's where the kicker is, right there. Yeah, it just yeah burns, burns really nice. What do you uh, prefer? You more of a flower guy? Flower. Flower. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I smoke everything, but like on the daily, I smoke flower. Oh, flower. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bong, hit, bong hits. I'm yeah. a little, I'm a little <laughs> I do too. I, I feel like you get more intense. You just have to have the time to like sit there and actually put things together and do it. Um, bartenders are super lazy about, like we're gonna roll this joint. And you could just fill up a bong there and keep that on your table for uh, a day or so. You know what I mean? But I smoke yeah. hella joints though. I smoke, yeah. I smoke joints every day. Yeah. But when I'm feeling rich, I break out the bong. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like at the end of the month, I'm smoking like you know the joints. Awesome. Are you doing any uh, events uh, for culture and cannabis? Uh, so so right now we're doing a lot of pop ups, right? Right. Like retail experiences, and then um, honestly, like I'm working on it. Talking with like booking agents, um, it's been kind of difficult, right? Yeah. Um, and then navigating, you know, the the what the event landscape, right? And um, the events that we put together here um, are kind of a lot. So like the our event, they're like split shows, what we yeah. call it, right? So we do. I have a partnership with Mandalay Bay, so they do half the show there, and then we, we do half the show at our show at Culture and Cannabis, and then we do like a. Uh, meet and greet yes. and that, that helps me cover some of these like $25,000 booking fees right? <laughs> um, but all, you know to coordinate all that is fucking kind of just 
Well, I'm sure it's a super pain in the it's ass. It's kind of a pain in the ass, and then it's usually not that much, right? And that's where I've always been able to like strike. But COVID makes it fucking mm. uh, weird, right? And right. So it's like you know, Mandalay Bay is like, oh yeah, let's do it, and like, oh well, let's wait until you know this mandate gets released or this mandate is just. And then on the booking side, it's like um, all these these artists are are having to uh, execute their makeup dates. Right, and right. Then they're getting uh, more dates on top of it because now COVID's over, right? So they're they're jacking up their booking rates. So it's like fucking me course. up, right? Of I mean, course they are. And here I yeah. am, yeah, trying to you know, watch new products and shit. So it's like, <coughs> you know, those are some of our challenges. Um, <clears throat> so you know, I don't know. I just might have, we might have to pivot um, and create something more unique with with locals. I think it, it might be even better. Right. So, you know, I'm just going to keep going through the process and, and see what happens. But yeah, definitely working on events every day. That's amazing, brother. I, I appreciate uh, all the events, what you're doing with your uh, cannabis line. I sold a lot. I was speaking of, you, I already downplayed that. Summer. I sold a lot of those suckers, uh, you know, as an easy, quick, one, two, easy situation. Yeah. And people would look at you. Yeah. They'd come into a, to the joint, to the dispensary, and be like, "Can you can you uh, grind this up for me?" And okay. they're like, yeah. "No, <laughs> really? Yeah." <laughs> you know? I mean, it actually is an amazing product, right? And and, it, and at the end of the day, it wasn't shake. It was just you know it's popcorn bee buds, and then you hand grind them. Um, and because they were the bee buds, right? It was we were able to offer the lowest uh, price quarterback in the store. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, right. but and it was hand ground and you got three black pickers. So. Right. <laughs> right. Like you still consider yeah. full flower, right? <laughs> For sure. Damn. Well, JC, man, we appreciate you coming on, bro. Course, you killed it. But before we let you go, we have to know what you've been smoking on like these past couple days. What have been smoking on? Um, man, that GLP, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is it? They got that grape the stuff. Grape pie. Like, grape pie. Right now. Blue on fire, they just dropped yeah, a nice little yeah. one on that one. Um, but you know, we, we smoke the, the strains that, that we've been dropping the uh, Bubba Kush, uh, Las Vegas Kush. Um, been pretty tasty. Oh. Like, yeah, man, the Las Vegas Kush is actually very good. It's not bad, right? Hell yeah, yeah man, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. What you been smoking on, Rocky? Um, I do have some GLP. <laughs> I know we can, it's redundancy, but I did I did get some uh, glue on fire, but also to um, shout out to the old guy had cheese from Polaris. Uh, actually, was it not so bad this time? Uh, so it was actually a little smackery. Um, so it was really good. And I did pick up two of your pre rolls, by the way. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So um, we were that was a last minute pickup, and I was like. Listen, I'm JC on I want to make sure that I try something new. That's why you asked about the Las Vegas fish and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I'm really happy about that, too, as well. Oh, yeah. Jarrell, what you been smoking on? Um, my favorite garlic cookies from Nature's Chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, still my go-to. Smacks. They're always. I had some of that last always. week. Always. Yeah. And I, um, they're apple fritters. <laughs> Real flavorful. Yeah. Super turkey. I love it. Hell yeah. But, um, yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on, man. Um. Open invitation. Of course, thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. So, JC, if somebody is some super billionaire sitting in some state right now and is like, this JC guy sounds fantastic, <laughs> how can he uh, get in contact with you, my dude? Um, I mean, let's see. I guess you just hit me up on Instagram. It's jc.coats. Um, it has my email. Everything is on our website. 
coachingcannabislv.com. Excellent, excellent. And uh, for us guys, it's always at High Bud Tenders on all things social media. And then, of course, if you want to listen to the podcast and you're not an Apple podcast or you're not in any of the podcast services, you can always go directly to our website, www.highbudcenters.com. If you have any comments for us, just scroll down to the bottom of the page, leave us uh, an email, and we definitely will get back to you ASAP. We thank you for listening to us, and as always, stay high, Bud Ready for the action, meet me on the app. Bought some killers with me, heaters on they lap. Represent my city, speaking on behalf. One time, creeping on me, quickly reaching for the...